first they come across the Delangi to go to the room. Right? Okay. Of course, in those days, the river was flowing differently. But anyway, they come to go to the room and, and uh, some colored boys who are herding cows in the field, they see the Brahmin Vishwambar Nisha. And they say, you are not a Brahmin. <laughs> we know that. You are a Gopal. Let us carry you. And you can carry us. We will visit your mother in Mayapur. So, Mahaprabhu, then, like a portal, you know portal? Mm -hmm. Vrindavan opens. Vrindavan turns into Vrindavan. And Mahaprabhu has his appearing as Krishna, but then I like Balaram, Goydas Pandit, Subal, and so forth. Some others there, Manjaris, their Surups, all manifest. The Bhakti Vinod in that book, in the search, he is visualizing that event. Hmm? Mm -hmm. And Mahaprabhu is relishing Gopal hmm? at that time. Mm -hmm. So he makes a statement, but the statement has, mm -hmm. grammatically, it has a double meaning in Bengali. <laughs> hmm? So, Bhakti Vinod Thakur is, as he explains in that book, that book is, a, is somewhat of a professional type of text. Confessional? Because mm -hmm. he starts to speak about his own personal life. Like last night, he made me speak confessionally. Mm -hmm. So he speaks about his inner life, and he, and he sees himself as uh, Amal Manjari, right? Yeah. Following Ananga Manjari mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in Dalita's gone, the Liksaki's group. So, we should have no doubt that Bhakti Vinod is steeped in Manjari Bhagavad. But, Bhakti Vinod Thakur comes in the line of Nityananda from Janava, when the line of Nityananda Prabhu, due to the influence of Janava, became predominantly a Manjari Bhagavad line rather than a Sakya Bhagavad line. So, at that time, Nityananda Prabhu had left, the Dwaras of Gopals had departed, and so forth. Hmm? So we find, in different ways, this is one example, Navali Pabhjaranga, in the writings of Bhakti Vinod, that he always shows some deference, some respect for Sakiras, even though he's in Manjari Bhav. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Like, for example, we find it in Jaiva Dharma. Hmm? Mm -hmm. He shows regard for Sakiras. For those who have that sentiment and so forth. So this is another instance in Navadri Bhavataranga. So one reading of the verse, now I can't remember the verse, but one reading of the verse, he says something like witnessing the Gopa Bhav of Gore, I, I wish to reside in Navadri. Hmm? And he expresses himself in terms of Manjari Bhav. But 
you can read the verse grammatically to say that I desire to live in Amadweep in Gopabhav. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. So it says both things. Mm -hmm. So we know that Bhakti Vinotapur is in in Manjari Bhav, but we think that he has made it, given a double meaning there. For those who are attracted to Sakirasa, mm -hmm. that they may think of it in that way. Mm -hmm. the grace of Bhakti you got I was wondering, you say the second meaning implies the Bhakti was saying, I will like to recite in Navadvip, in Gopava. That's the one meaning, yeah. In Gopava, in Navadvip. Yeah. Um, so I was wondering that our projection in eternal in Navadip is not in, in the dual Baisa community, but as a, as a Brahmin boy. So I was wondering which will be the idea of being in Navadip as a He means to live, he, live here and contemplate this moment. Okay. Hmm? That's what he means. The moment obviously goes into Braj. Yeah. Hmm? yeah. But it's a moment in the Gaur Lila. So you, you know, you really can't separate very easily Krishna Lila from Gaur Lila. Hmm. Because Gaur Lila is all about Krishna Lila. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can't get away from it. Hmm? Therefore, we know that Gaur is Krishna. So this is the grace of the broad-mindedness of Bhakti Vinotakura. Hmm? He has shown both, both, both to, to desire either bhava that is acceptable to the body of life. One thing. Yeah. I wrote up quite a bit about this. I mentioned last night or the other day that one of the chapters in the book I'm writing is a whole history of Sakurasa and Gaudiya Vaishnavism. So I wrote a long section about this. I'll send it to you. And you can study it. Okay. Ladies. <laughs> also. Okay. What to do? <laughs> yeah, we had our Gopa moment there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then another genre you can find in Charanagati is poems about Charanagati. You can also find some uh, some songs encouraging Sakirasa. Mm -hmm. Could we connect? So he has, just like Janava, had so much respect for the Dwaras Gopals. Mm -hmm. They were all the closest. So friends of Nityananda Guru. So Bhakti Vinod shows deference to all of them, as should be. I, w I was wondering if we could make some connection in regarding to this famous verse in the Bhagavad when he just say, but you know, Thakur himself said that Radharani is the one who praises Krishna, Balaram, and, and their closeness, and how he's seeing them as the perfection of one's eyes. And, uh, 
people who say the Bakhtunov type of being in Manjari Bab is kind of following that type of appreciation and also... At that know, time, yeah. Yeah, when, yeah. when appreciating, praising Sakya Bab. Mm -hmm. Yes, Maharaj is going to verse in Venu Gita. Yeah. And the gopis are saying, the perfection of eyes is to see Krishna and Balaram and their friends and cows going on to Golden Hill. Mm. This is the perfection of their eyes. So some devotees say, if you have, if you are culturing Manjari Bhav, then you cannot worship Krishna Balaram. The gopis are worshiping. <laughs> They're saying this is the perfection of the eyes. Mm? Mm. And they mentioned they're really interested in Krishna for Parakiya, not Balaram. But Sanatha Goswami says, Krishna, in this instance, because of his special relationship with Balaram, he's very happy at that time. So he's very attractive. Hmm. So they include Balaram in this, their prayer. That's the perfection of the eyes. Hmm. So those devotees who are very deep in Sakyaras, they will say, just see. Gopis are saying, this is the best. <laughs> <laughs> this is the best dressing. Hmm? In da Don Kaley, Komori of Rupa Goswami, then their famous statement of, really it's the mental, the feeling of Radharani. She sees Subal, Saka, like this with Krishna. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> right. And she thinks, how many lifetimes, how many penances, how many austerities, how many sacred rivers <laughs> he has bathed in to be able to associate like this intimately in the public eye with Krishna. <laughs> if only I could have that yes. position. Mm -hmm. This is this is Subal. Subal is the desire of Radharani to taste Sakurasa. <laughs> that is Subal. <laughs> Therefore, Raghunathas Goswami, in his 108 names of Radha, he says Subal Nyasta Swarup. Radharani is she who has donned, put on the form of Subal. Here, here. Here and here, not here, <laughs> not the middle part, not the middle part, <laughs> which is covered anyway. <laughs> okay. so, so, she, so he looks like Adarani. That's why it worked this pastime of Gopastami, the Sri Not Gopastami, but yeah. Gopastami? Gopastami is different, but... This day that Sumat Radharani wear... Subal Milan. Subal Milan. Subal Resh. Yes. The famous Leela. Yes. Many, many poets have written about this Leela. Hmm. That's one time only. There are other times when Subal dresses up like Radharani to, oh. to, to, to facilitate hmm. the meeting of Radha and Krishna. Yes, very famous Leela. Hmm. <laughs> Subal is with Krishna, the beautiful forest around Radhakunda. And 
Christian Gate is unhappy. Why are you unhappy? And then Christian says, I have to meet with that girl, Rata. Hmm? When he says like this, there are so many occasions. Hmm? Whenever we find Krishna desiring to meet with Radha, you may think, and he says, he says, Subal. On another occasion, he says, Subal. In the evening, Pradosh Leela, Subal. What happened to me this today in a forest? I thought I'd hit some girl, and she just took my breath away. Was there a girl? Or a... Yes, her name is Radha. Well, Krishna knows Radha, but if he forgets, this is called Anurag. Anurag. So every time, it's like, like it never happened before, like you never met me. So he says, I, I want to meet that girl. Yes, her name is Radha. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. She's very beautiful. But I, but he says, You bring her here. This is Subal Milan. And he's and Krishna says, Subhas says that is impossible. It is broad daylight. Hmm? So how can how can I bring her here? Hmm? And Subhas says I don't care how. Somehow, Krishna says somehow <laughs> you have to do that. So Subhas goes and he thinks. I cannot do this. This is re this requires supernatural power. <laughs> Even the book Sakis and Manjaris, they cannot find an excuse on this day to get her out of the house. So now they can't even do it, and I have to do it myself. This requires supernatural power. <laughs> so he thinks, many people, they say that Krishna is God. Hmm? I don't know. <laughs> but if he is God, then his name is not different than him. So I will chant his name. And then I will get the power to do something supernatural. Hmm? So he goes doing Harikirtan, hmm? going to Javat. And then he's very, very ingenious. So he, he comes with a plan. Nam gives him a plan, you can say. Hmm? So he goes to the herd, and he picks up a new calf, newborn calf, that is a favorite of Krishna on that month. That calf is big enough to walk, but small enough to carry. So he carries the calf to the compound of Jatila and Abhimanyu, where Radharani has her own house there. Vishubhanu Maharaj has made, paid and built a, her own separate house in Jagat. Hmm? Mm -hmm. She lives there six months of the year. Six months she lives at Barsana hmm? with her parents. So in Yabat then there is more, which is better? When she is living at Yabat or living at Barsana? At Barshana, she does not have a mother-in-law, mm. sister-in-law, husband, <laughs> watching, watching, watching all the time. So, so she's more free. 
to meet with Krishna. So which is better, Barsana or Javat? In Yavad, she finds the obstacles. In, in, in Yavad, it's better. In is better because there are more obstacles. <laughs> that will make the parakia more intense. Jatila ki jai. So, Subal comes, he's singing Harinam, and he comes to the gate, and he puts the cow down, he tells the cow, the calf and ear, go in the gate. Hmm? You go in the gate. So the cow runs in the gate, and there is Jatila mm. sitting at the gate, and she's collecting cow, cow dung patties. Hmm? Her family is quite wealthy, but she's very stingy. So still, there's some cow dung patties, you grab them. Make money with them. It's a very stingy mentality. So there she's there. Cow runs in. Calf runs in. She sees the calf. Oh, calf coming from, from somewhere. And then she hears Subal singing. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Subal comes to the gate and she says, What are we doing here? Hmm? Subal. Then, this is Zali's first obstacle. <laughs> he says, oh, uh, one calf, my friend, from his herd, one calf got loose, so I've come here to collect the calf. Hmm? Hmm? She says, oh, yeah, the calf has come. I see that you are very tired, you must be tired, and it's very hot. Hmm? So... I will get you some water. Or you can go inside and get some water. So, this is a problem. You want to throw some white berries here? Yes. A problem. bring water for you. Now, Jatila, she doesn't like Krishna because he's such a um, adulterer, right? She doesn't like him. But she, at the same time, she can appreciate Subal's love for him. They are friends. So she thinks that Subal is nice. Subal is a nice boy. Hmm? He could make a better choice of friends. <laughs> but he's a nice boy. <laughs> Everybody in Vrindavan loves Subal. Hmm? Even Tantila. Hmm? Right. But if she goes and brings water, hmm, that will not work for him. He wants to go inside himself. Krishna, Mata, I 
thank you very much for offering me water, but recently I got a disease. And according to the remedy for this disease, I got this from worshiping the goddess. I got a cure for my disease. But part of the cure is I cannot touch water coming from a widow. Yotila is a widow. I cannot touch water coming from a widow. So he's thinking very fast. He'll come up with some argument. He says, you become a devotee of the goddess? What's going on here, she's thinking. Do you have some, do you have some prayer for her? Let me hear. So now he has to... You have to make up a beautiful prayer on the spot. <laughs> but cowherds are good at spontaneous composition. So he makes a beautiful prayer. Because she's impressed. She thinks, well, maybe it's true. Maybe. <laughs> so, all right. And then she said, you can go inside. But to further protect you in terms of your, your vow not to take water, from the hands of a widow, then you should also avoid my daughter-in-law. My, no, my daughter, uh, Kutila. Hmm? So you go, avoid Kutila, and go to my daughter-in-law's house there, brother, and she can give you one. So now he's in. Right? <laughs> now he's in. So he still has more... So Radharani is very happy to see some ball. How is your friend? That dark friend of yours. How is he? What is he doing? Oh, he is at Radhakun. He is waiting for you. Oh, hi. How will I go there? So he gives the solution. We will change clothes. You take my clothes, I will take your clothes. So then they change clothes. Radharani ties his hair in a braid. He takes her hair on braids and ties it in a top knot. Okay. Everything set. There's a one problem. What is the problem? I have breasts. That will give me away. That will be noticed. He said, "No, no. I have that figured out. So I have my calf. I like the calf, and you will carry the calf." So, so then she takes the calf and puts her head down. <laughs> and walks right past Jutila. She says, "Okay, Subal, when be here? Watch out for that Krishna." <laughs> and then Radharani is free. And she's running through the forest, and she's dressed like a gopa. At that time, she thinks, "Oh, it's so nice to be a gopa." 
<laughs> Finally, I have become a gopa. Hmm? <laughs> then she comes to Radha-kund, and of course there is Krishna. And Krishna does not recognize her. He thinks, Subal, why are you here? Hmm? Where is Radharani? Oh, Radharani says, I could not bring her. It was not possible. Hmm? And Krishna's heartbroken. And then Radharani, disguised as Subal, says, But if you'd like, Chandravali is nearby. I can bring her. <laughs> So she's testing him, and he says, What will a thousand moons do compared to the sun? Radharani, Chandravali means many moons. Radharani's God, God is the sun god, Mitra. Mitra is a name for the sun god. He's the, he's the god of fraternal love, fraternity, ordinary fraternity, son of God. So she worships him, right? So Krishna says, what will many moons do? That light of many moons cannot replace this, cannot compare to the sun. Then she says, I'll just see it is me, right? She reveals herself. She's very happy. Then she tells the story, what she knows of the story. But now Subal is still stuck. He's at Tatila's house. How's he going to get out? <laughs> so he's cooking with wood and he's cleaning. <laughs> doing everything. All the duties of Radharani. Hmm? Very expertly. Hmm? And then when Yatila sees that Radharani is doing so nicely, taking care of everything, hmm? then when Subal says, one thing, if I'm going to... Clean here. This, I need to bring some water from the Jumuna. I don't want to ask you to go, so I can go. You are a good girl. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> so she takes a, a pot on her hip, like this, Bob, <laughs> and goes. <laughs> and he has to run all the way to Radakund, right? And then Krishna sees him. And he smiles, and then he wants to hear the whole story from Subal. <laughs> so Subal tells the whole story, and Krishna embraces him. What is your sacrifice? What risk you took? You risked your life for Radha and Krishna to meet. What is so, who is so blessed as you? That's why he glorifies Subal. And then, of course, they change clothes. Hmm? And by that time, Jatila is thinking, Radharani's been going for a long time. <laughs> so she goes out to find, to find her. Hmm? So then she has to run back another way. Hmm? And she meets Krishna and Subal. Hmm? So, no problem. Hmm? There's one door. Should one connect all this with this prayer of Bilarupa Goswami to Subal, that is praying in the mood of the Mandari, yeah. in the connection, in the context that the Mandari is 
also joining mm -hmm. God and Krishna together. Yeah. It's like you know, the spirit of this Lila, right? Exactly, yeah. Mahārāj mm -hmm. referring to a famous verse of Rupa Goswami. He says, he is in Manjari Bhav, he says, Oh, Subal, I offer my respect to you. You are the intimate friend of Radha and Krishna. Please introduce me to them. I need your your grace that I might be introduced to them. So it's nice to think of this Leela in Manjari Bhav in terms of Rupa Goswami's prayer. There are other such stories as well. So it's a prominent feature of uh, Subal in Braj Leela when Radharani is upset with Krishna and no one can pacify her, her man, only Subal can. He is the last resort. <laughs> he is always successful. Yeah. <laughs> this is a nice walk. Beautiful. I want to be there in so many. Do you want to have some paddles and saddles with you? No. Really? No, there's Rinda Bumi. Rinda Bumi. Yeah. Yeah. There, there is characters eternally in the lila and the souls can get inside of like become those characters more many souls can become like same character or something like this does it work like a play like a theater role something like that is, is correct no how does it work that is a hunger pasana you cannot become subal yes yes you cannot become sridam you cannot become nanda uh -huh. You cannot become Lalita. But you can have the same bhav as them. Same bhav. You just said a Krishna praying. Sadhaka bonai. Shravanari sutta chitte kore udai. That is sadhana bhakti. Uh -huh. Role of sadhana bhakti, which is shravanam, kirtanam, smaranam, so on, is sutta chitte. Cleansing the chitta. And then, when the chitta is cleansed, then it will be decorated. Just like if you have interior decorator, you know? Yeah. So they come to your house, you pay them money to decorate your house. 
they come to the house and they say, see this chair? Throw it out. That painting? Throw it out. Hmm? This couch? Throw it out. I thought you came to decorate my house. No, throw everything out first. Everything out. Cleansing, then we begin to decorate. Hmm? So Baki does both. Cleansing and then decorating, right? So this is what Sadhana Bhakti is for. Mm -hmm. And then the bhava that one attains, that must be eternal. That must be eternal. Material things are attained and they appear through, through, through work. Hmm? But we don't want a temporary goal. Hmm? That's a product of our activity. Hmm? No, we want an eternal goal. Hmm? So the bhava that we desire to attain must be eternally existing. Mm -hmm. hmm? And it's existing in these figures, in Subal, Lalita, Nanda, Yashoda, Sridham, Raktak, like this. Hmm? They personify that bhava. They are the ragatnikas. Hmm? So, that bhav is the Srup Shakti. What does the Srup Shakti do? Srup Shakti is always inventing newer and newer ways for pleasing Krishna. So, as I said the other day, in bhakti there's eternal becoming. Mm -hmm. So, new things are always happening in eternity. But they have no beginning because... They are rising out of an eternal bhava. So the bhava is eternal. It's just expressing itself in different ways all the time for the pleasure of Krishna. Hmm? You understand? Yes. Someone will say, well, if the swarup is eternal, then how can it begin at some point? No, the bhava is eternal. and expresses itself in different ways hmm? yes. for the pleasure of Krishna. It's energy. Yeah. Yeah. And then there are new leelas, just like when Gopu Kumar appeared in the Aprakat Leela. Mm -hmm. hmm? The first time that they saw him. And then there are new leelas with him. Yeah. Hmm? There are new leelas, he's a new person there. But the bhava, that those leelas with him, that his body and his his whole person is constituted of, is the eternal bhava of Sakiras. Oh, it's Sakya a new bhava. body, a new character, constituted of the Swarupshat. Yeah. Just like you have wheat. You have wheat. So you can make cookies. Yes. You can make bread. Mm -hmm. You can make pancakes. Hmm. Right? You can take uh, wheat juice. Yes, I understand. So eternally new characters become can enter into the lila. Come what? Um be created into the lila. Incorporated into the lila. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Sorry. So therefore, they, they, we follow the bhava. Uh -huh. But the bhava is already there in those persons. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's not also, I mean, it's either like the devotees can see that hey, our spiritual body is waiting for us and the log like it sweeps in the closet and you put it in the... No, no, no. What to speak of? 
being inherent in us, not some other synthetic Right. So the Bhava is not in you, Bhakti is not in you. Mm -hmm. Bhakti is the Sarup Shakti. It is not a Shakti of the Jiva, it's a Shakti of Bhagwan. Mm -hmm. But, like the Tatasta Shakti, the Sarup Shakti is Chit. So therefore they can, they can mix. Mm -hmm. They are both subjective. Yeah. Hmm? But Maya Shakti is objective. So it cannot mix. Therefore, example is given of water and oil. They don't mix. But Surup Shakti and Surup Shakti is Sandini, Samvit, Ladini. Hmm? That means existence, cognizance, cognizance ecstasy. Hmm? So, Satchitananda means the same thing. But if you take Satchitananda and put on steroids, that is Sandini, Sambit Ladini. Hmm? Yeah? Super existence, super knowing. What is the super knowing in Braj? The super knowing is we don't know that Krishna is God. <laughs> <laughs> that is super knowing. <laughs> and Ladini. So there's a little bit of Ladini in every devotee. So this Baba makes an ingress into the Jiva. This is the very definition of Bhava Bhakti, given by Rupa Goswami. It is a ray, un ray, of the sun, rayo, the sol, the prema. Right? So it comes into the jiva. Then the, then the jiva becomes capable of participating in the lila. Just like we have Maya Shakti, so we have Swarup Shakti. Hmm? And then we have Tatasta Shakti in between the two. So the nature, la natura, natureza del jiva, uh -huh. is that it has, its nature is that it lends itself, you can explain, yeah. lends itself to nurture. So if we are associated with the Maya Shakti, that will nurture us in a particular way and we'll be influenced. Yeah. Influence will be, we'll have the material body, material mind, and so forth. We become influenced by Swarup Shakti, this environment, then we have a spiritual body, spiritual personality. But that is the very meaning of Tatasta. Tatasta means nowhere. Hmm? It is a line demarking the water and the sand. You cannot put your finger on it. Yeah. Hmm? It means the jiva has no standing independent of Maya Shakti or Sarup Shakti. In connection with Maya Shakti, it has a negative standing, hmm? a false identity. Yeah. In, in association with Sarup Shakti, then it has a real positive serenity. And if it goes to Brahma Sayuja, that is suicide. suicide. Hmm? No Maya Shakti, no Sarup Shakti there. Therefore, hmm? Gauri, as you say, that is like suicide for the Jiva. Hmm? But when we speak about the Brahma Bhagavad, 
Nah, we don't speak too much about them. <laughs> they're, not, they're not very interesting. <laughs> Only the ones who become devotees, they're very interesting. Kumaras, <laughs> Sukadev Goswami, Navi Yogendras, those are the ones we talk about. Hmm? Also, Durvas. Durvas also. Hmm? When Madhu Mangal sits down to have dinner with Krishna's family in the evening, hmm? the atmosphere is a little more formal than in the morning. Because in the evening, Nanda Maharaj invites his brothers, their wives, their children. So there's, it's not the immediate family. Hmm? Extended family is there, so there's more formality. In the morning, of course, all of Krishna's friends are there. Hmm? So you might say, isn't this extended family? Same thing. No. Hmm. All the boys, they're just one with Krishna. Hmm? One with Krishna. So you have many Krishnas, so to speak. Right? That's how the feeling is. So it's a very intimate setting in the morning. But in the evening, for dinner, it is more formal. Hmm? So Nanda Maharaj will be served first. Hmm? And his brothers, and so forth. And, and down the line is Madhu Mangal. Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> and next to him are some other Brahmin boys, right? So he makes a complaint. Even though the setting is very formal, hmm, he still manages to make some joke. <laughs> <laughs> so he says, I'm very honored to eat at the table of Rajnanda. Hmm? He says, but I want to make one point. There are three types of births. First, there is birth in a good, pious family. Hmm? And all of us have that, so we are blessed. The second birth is the sabitri, hmm? with the thread. And naturally I have that because I'm a Brahmin. <laughs> I'm born in a Brahmin family. Nanda Maharaj, of course, he is a Vaishya. And Vaishyas can also get the thread. So when they do that, then it becomes acceptable for high-class Brahmins like me to eat at his dinner table. Wow. <laughs> so everything good, he says. <laughs> <laughs> However, he says, there is a third birth also. What is that third birth, he says? The third birth is this. When gopis, well, he doesn't tell the whole story. This is the whole story. Gopis spent the night with Krishna. They then they wanted to go across the Jamuna to give sweet rice to the sage, to the Brahmavadi, Durvas. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Right. So they said, "How will we get across the river?" Krishna said, just stand on the bank of the Jamuna and say, Krishna is a brahmachari. And the river will part like the Red Sea open and you can cross. So they're thinking, what? We just spent the whole night with you. And now you say that you're a brahmachari. <laughs> but they're very simple. So they said, Krishna is a brahmachari. And 
the water parted. They went to the other side, and there they met their boss. Hmm? They offered respect to the sage, the Brahmabadi, Rishi, and Radharani had prepared some sweet rice, which she gave to him. And then he tasted the sweet rice. And then they said, what is Krishna talking about when he says he's a Brahmachari? <laughs> but after tasting the sweet rice from Radharani, then Duvas could explain from the Vaishnava perspective. Hmm? So Mandu Mangal says hmm, that he doesn't tell the whole story because he's talking to Krishna's parents. Hmm? <laughs> he says, when Durvas ate the sweet rice from Radharani, hmm, then he had an epiphany, another birth, third birth. Hmm? And then he could explain the significance of Krishna's brahmacharya. Hmm? Nanda Marsh laughed, but he said, what is he talking about? <laughs> All of his soup, Narmasakas, they understood. And Gopis, they understood. So, Subal, so, so, this is another Brahmavadi, but he became a Vaishnav by tasting the sweet rice of Radharani. And Madhamangal says, so, that's, that sweets cooked by Radharani, they're very special. And the servitors, the ladies, Rohini, they're serving the, serving the prasad, Hmm? But I am way far down the line. Hmm? So I'm not sure that by the time they get to me, there will be any left, because these delicacies of Radha, they're very desired, so everybody wants them. And he says, everybody wants them so much that I think the servitors are putting some in their pocket <laughs> and keeping it. Therefore, all the preparations should be brought to me first. Hmm? That is his, his point. <laughs> so there are some Brahma bodies. But we're only interested in them when they become Vaishnavas. We talk about that. <laughs> <clears throat> yes, you can have Brahma Soyuja, but from the Gaudi perspective, there's no life there. There's nobody there, not even you. <laughs> That's the experience. <laughs> what do you do? Therefore, it's suicide. But these are just some pleasure by doing this with hmm? Or not? What? These are must get some pleasure. What? Pleasure. 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 Some pleasure. Yeah. Because why he's sending them there? Why, why he allowed? Because they want like to this. go there. They want to be there. <coughs> they will be eternally there. That's what they want. Because they have some scar for that. Because they met some Gandhis. So they have that desire. It's a form of mukti. Some people want mukti. They want out. That's all they want. They just want out. Hmm? So you get out. Yeah. They're free. Free to do nothing. <laughs> Gyanis don't want to do anything. They're lazy. <laughs> but you can say that they are all also enjoying. Yeah. Maybe in a lower... Level. You're enjoying being. Uh -huh. You're enjoying sat. <laughs> I am.
Now, I am is threatened by the environment. I am, but I have to be careful. Right? I'm getting old. Hmm? Mm -hmm. Somebody may, may attack me. Somebody may cheat me. I may get a disease. I might fall. Hmm? So to end all that, will that be joyful? That kind of joy. Mm -hmm. That is Brahman. <laughs> <coughs> But, but that is very negative, negative bliss. Hmm? The, neg the negation of suffering is some kind of bliss. To negate suffering is some kind of bliss. That is not what we talk about. We may go from Santa Rasa to higher Rasas. Maybe we can go also from Brahma Sayuja to. How will you go? Very difficult. How will you go? <coughs> how will you get how will you get Krishna's mercy in, in Brahma Sayuja? Krishna doesn't go there. <laughs> no, it's Mukti. It's only it's it's people will People will uh, live in a cave their whole life to attain that. If you take all the pleasure of the whole world and put it in one big uh, syringe, all the pleasures, it does not compare to Brahman. Hmm? There's another category of pleasure. Hmm? All this is misery only. Pleasure here is misery. Pleasure here is the beginning of suffering. Hmm. Hmm? That's all. Hmm? So this is different. This is mukti. A kind of mukti. One type of mukti. We only belittle it by way of comparison. Hmm? In comparison to Prajprem, even to Vaikuntha, then we can say it is undesirable. But in relation to the world of most people's experience, it's very desirable to end all suffering. Hmm? But it's not eternal, no? Yes, it is eternal. How can mukti not be eternal? If it is not eternal, how can it be mukti? You understand? Mukti means free. If you're not, if it's not eternal, then it's like Brahmaloka, like Indraloka, like Chandraloka, like Bhumandala. Hmm? Right? There's no moving up or knee down. Hmm? There's no moving up or down from this position. Well, there's possible, Marge asking about moving up, it's possible. You're asking because you think, oh, the poor people in, in, in Brahma Sauja, those poor people. Hmm? Maybe it's not eternal, so they'll come down and they'll become devotees. But no, not like that. Sometimes it is said they fall from Jivan Mukta stage. There is Jivan Mukta and Videha Mukta. Jivan Mukta means in this body, he's liberated, but the Parabdha Karma is still playing out. When it finishes, that is death, then he enters Brahma Sauja, Videha Mukti, Videha, without a, free from the body. Jivan Mukta means in the body. So in the Jivan Mukta stage, hmm, he can fall. Hmm? That's possible, he can fall. 
If he offends bhakti, he will definitely fall. Bhagavatam makes that point, right? Aruryakritjena parampadam tatha padanti adho. He says, by offending bhakti, by neglecting, they can fall from there. Hmm? Because that is Krishna's world also, Brahman. Hmm? You have to have a, not just a passport, but to have a visa also. Hmm? Visa comes, the passport comes from here, but the visa comes from there. Hmm? If you want a visa to go to the United States, you have to go to the satellite of the United States, the embassy. Hmm? Then you're in the United States. Hmm? <laughs> then you can get the visa to go there. So the visa comes from that side. Jivan Mukta is like you have a passport, but you still need a visa. Mm-hmm. You need some, some, some grace, some bhakti. Hmm? Then you can get, if you want, Brahma Sahaja. Hmm? But you can fall from Jivan Mukta. Mm-hmm. So the, sometimes they said, oh, even the, the Brahma Bhat, the, 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 the emergent Brahman, and they fall from the, They're talking about the Jivan Mukta stage. Mm-hmm. If you look carefully at the literature, from there they can. But once going there, there's nowhere to fall. There's nowhere. There's no up. There's no down. <laughs> there's no sideways. Hmm? It's like a like an empty room with lights out. Hmm? The Buddhists they say, the goal is there's no room, hmm? no cuarto. The, the Gyanis they say there's a room, but there's no lights on. Hmm? <laughs> The devotees of Baikunta say there's a room, the lights are on, and there's some people there. Mm-hmm. Nice people. Hmm? And the Gaudiya say there's a room, the lights are on, there's nice people, and they're dancing. <laughs> <laughs> and they're drunk. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> but, also when we say maybe. The jnani who has attained Jivan Mukta, he can become a devotee. That's true. Hmm? By association. By association, in that stage, they can go up. By, by offense in that stage, they can go down, right? Once they enter Brahma Saruja, though, how can they go up? Well, maybe it's possible. How is it possible? Let us say... You met a, a, a jnani. Hmm? He was very nice to you. He taught you that you are not the body and reincarnation and so many things. It was your introduction to Eastern spirituality. Mm-hmm. Hmm? So you always liked him very much. And then later on, you met Puri Maharaj. Hmm? And he told you, oh, this is... He developed the idea. And he gave you faith in bhakti. Hmm? So now you become a bhakta, mm-hmm. Right? And you were following him, and you were worshiping Krishna, and so forth. But you always have some good feeling for that one jnani who gave you an initial push, mm-hmm. right? So later on, you become like Puri Maharaj. Hmm? You become very elevated, hmm? right? And so, but you still you like that. That man was nice. So Krishna now, you're very close to Krishna. So whoever you like, Krishna likes him. Too. <coughs> hmm? So Krishna may pull him out of Brahma Jyoti. It's possible. By your mercy. <laughs> it's possible. Otherwise, Krishna can't do anything but 
What would give him the motivation to do that? Mm-hmm. How far is it? Waterfall. Five minutes. Five minutes. Or less. Yeah, I think it's going to be a long walk. Huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, we have time because we told David that the class will be after 11. Now it's 9.45. Okay. But if, uh, if, we, if we say that the Sarupa of the soul is to be a servant, so how the soul will be... Yeah. That means Jivera Swarupoi Krishna Nitidas. It means that the Jiva is eternally subordinate to Krishna. It is Tatasta Shakti. It's defining Tatasta Shakti. It's not defining its Bhakti Swarup. It's defining its nature in a general way. So its nature is that it is always subordinate to Krishna. Hmm? Brahman is a form of Krishna also. That is his halo, his aura. Mm-hmm. Hmm? They are subordinate to that. Hmm? They are not Brahman, right? They are not Bhagwan. They are subordinate to Bhagwan. So the word Swarup is used in different ways at different times. Mostly it's used to speak about one's nature. Sometimes we use it to speak about a Bhakti Swarup in, in, in the Leela. That's a different thing. So jiva sarup hoi krishna nitya das doesn't mean every jiva has dasirasa. That's not what it means. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It means every the jivas are by nature subordinate to Krishna. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This way, Maharaj. This way. This way. Hmm? What part? I don't know. 